Broadcasting live from the ESPN 690 and Ajar and Levine Studios. This is Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690 with Brent Martineau and Austin Lane. Yeah, we have not signed Tim. Uh, there's a thought going around. You know, he uh, he was in the best shape of his life. Asked to see if he could work out with a couple of our coaches. Uh, I wasn't even there, and uh, they came back to me and said, "Wow, this guy's in incredible shape." And I said, then I went another time and watched him try him out. And they said, "Go work on these things." He comes back later. They try him out again. I'm not there. And they come in and they said, "Wow, you know, this guy's ball skills. He's a great athlete. He looks like he's 18 years old, not 20, whatever he is, 33." And uh, I said, "Guys, you don't understand." Now, this guy is, you know, he's the most competitive maniac you're ever going to talk to. And let's give it a shot. And I have not decided if we're going to do that or not yet. I'm getting close. i got to make a decision here pretty soon. Well, that's Urban Meyer with Chris Collinsworth, I believe it was, right? Pro Football Focus, maybe podcast. Am I crediting the right stuff, Coos? Yes. <laughs> close enough? <laughs> it was close enough. I was going to let you keep going. All right. Well... Listen, we don't know how it went down. I've heard as much as, you know, I've heard both sides of it. Tebow said, hey, let me give it a shot. Is it okay if I at least just work out for you? I've heard conversations of maybe it was Urban that said, hey, I might be able to use you in a different role here. What do you think? You know, and and maybe that was the fire starter. Honestly, I don't know which one is correct and true or anything, but I've heard both sides. And it it doesn't, at the end of the day, doesn't matter. I think what's interesting about what Urban Meyer said there, at least – you know, again, just taking what he said uh, at face value was that whoever he put him in front of, assuming the tight end coach and others, there was at least an impression made, you know. And I think that's part of this talk about Tim Tebow a little bit. It's like you can't just get out there and into a locker room because you're Tim Tebow. Mm-hmm. You can get a workout maybe because you're a Tim Tebow. But you can't get signed just because you're Tim Tebow. I don't believe. Maybe I'm wrong, Austin. But you've got to be able to at least not go out there and embarrass yourself, right, at the position. No, for sure. But once again, I don't think Urban Meyer is going to come out and say, regardless if it was good or not, Tim Tebow didn't look good. Like, he's not going to – like, you don't yeah. sell oh, your yeah. players down the river like that. Well, I think, I think signing him will tell us whether he looked good enough or not. Yeah, yeah, I mean, for sure. You know, once again, we can, we can go back and forth, and we can say, all right, if Tim Tebow goes some other team and he looks, quote-unquote, good, would he sign with that team? We don't know, right? But it's the whole Urban Meyer factor. I, I don't know. I, I mean, do, do I buy Urban Meyer at face value and say Tim Tebow looks fantastic at tight end? Maybe, right? I I think it's somewhere in between. I think the, the truth is um, not as Urban Meyer pervades it. It's not as bad as we think it is. I think it's somewhere in the middle. And we'll find out at training camp just how good he looks. Yeah. Austin, I want you to expand on something you said. And I don't want you to sit here and write a book about it. But you did say you could give a TED Talk. So I'm all for TED Talk, especially Mm. if they're from Austin Lane. Mm. But I I just want you to expand on something because you got me thinking. And we didn't have too much time before the break. But I just put out there on social media, uh, if you're watching on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, hopefully you are. uh, Because you nailed it. Let's not pretend that Tim Tebow is the first person to have a door open for him in professional sports or in the NFL because he knew the coach. Like, this isn't new, right? This is headlines because it's Tebow, headlines because it's Meyer, exacerbated because of their relationship, maybe even more exacerbated because now they live in Jacksonville and are neighbors. (laughs) So, like, I understand why it's a bigger deal. 
But I don't want people to miss what you just said, and that is, let's not pretend that this doesn't happen sometimes. Like, you've even brought up your story, and I'm not saying this your story is like Tim's story, uh, because this was more in the drafting phase, but uh, who was it, Griffin? Is that what was the coach at yep, Murray yep. State with you? Uh, he coach was Mac a coach. Griffin, yes. Yeah, Matt Griffin was on the staff with the Jags and said, hey, this might be a guy to take a look at, right? I mean, essentially, that's what he said. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying he drafted you. He forced them to draft you. Mm-hmm. But he had an affiliation with you, knowledge of you, uh, maybe saw something in you that might not jump off in an interview or a combine or, or even the tape, and therefore that helped you. Uh, get drafted. Again, not the same situation, but to your point, you've even said guys are getting chances to even for playing time or to be on a roster because, yes, people in the building, from scouts to GMs to coaches, know a player. It's not the only reason people get those chances, but it does happen more often than people think. No, it happens all of the time. Whether it's players, whether it's coaches getting jobs because they know somebody like, that's what this business is, and it's like a lot of businesses. Now, if I'm Urban Meyer and I see Tim Tebow, is the juice worth the squeeze to me? I'll be honest, probably not, because it, it is going to come with, with you know scrutiny a little bit from the media. Um, it could be labeled as a distraction in the locker room, but obviously Urban, I think, knows what he's getting into there, and he's got his you know his, his sources, his friends that he hired uh, to help him out with that decision who have NFL experience um, prior to Urban Meyer getting uh, to Jacksonville. But, like, what... I guess to me, and listen, I've been around Tim Tebow a couple times, right? I've shared the Senior Bowl story. I've shared the story where we went to Buffalo with him and we took the visit together. Um, You know, I've interacted with Tim Tebow a couple times. I'll be the first one to tell you, we are nothing alike. We, I mean, mean, you want to say Brent Martin and myself have nothing in common? Amplify that by 25, you got Tim Tebow and me, okay? So it's just, it is what it is. But I have no reason to dislike Tim Tebow. Now, I disliked how the media portrayed him. I disliked the the fandom or the hate from both sides because, you know, people – it's just there's, there's no gray area, it seems like, with Tim Tebow. Either you love him or you hate him. If you love him, you go out of your way to show how much you love him, almost to the point where it's annoying. If you despise him, you probably go out of your way to show how much you despise him. It's annoying. It's just like politics. Like, Tim Tebow is the political figure of the NFL. And it's just a guy that's trying to live his life and speak his piece. Not fair to him, just the way society is. But I just don't like the fact that since it is Tim Tebow, since he does command such a draw, we have to get so hyped up about it. Now, listen, I'll get hyped up about it because it's, it's a story. It's trending all this stuff. But we're not talking about a guy coming back to play quarterback. At least I hope we're not. We're talking about a guy who's going to be maybe a third or fourth string tight end or a fullback. When's the last time a third-string quarterback or a third-string tight end or a, or a fullback got this much hype, got this much attention? Probably never in the history of the NFL has this happened. But since it's Tim Tebow, we got to go there. And then since it's Tim Tebow, we got to question how the system is ran. We got to question Urban Meyer's, you know, his coaching philosophies. We got to question, you know, did he get a, a golden ticket, if you will? we got to question all these things. Why? Because it's Tim Tebow? 
because he put John 316 on his eye black? Because the guy takes mission trips and donates a lot of his money and his time to, to charities? Because he's closer to heaven than you and me and anybody will ever be? Why are we doing it? Like, it's been going on forever. But all of a sudden, Tim Tebow's the guy where we got to be like, okay, the, the system is corrupt. The system's messed up. Nah, man. It's always been corrupt. It's always been messed up. Just like any other job, it's who you know. Don't make Tim Tebow out to be the scapegoat because there's far other guys you can pick from than Tim Tebow. Yeah, well said. Uh, you know, listen, Scott Glazier said this on Twitter, and I, I don't know if it's apples to apples, but I understand his point. He said this to me. He said, trying to get someone to see the parallels between Tebow signing and that Jaguars move made last year when they signed 33-year-old fullback Bruce Miller. Miller had not played since 2016. He was obviously familiar with Balky, who was on the staff as an assistant GM at the time. He made the opening roster. It was a waste, but no one said a word. And what's interesting about that is just the opposite, Austin, and maybe we didn't even say it enough, is that he came with a ton of baggage. Bruce Miller did. Yeah. So I, it's an interesting parallel. I'm not saying it's the right parallel, but it's 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 not that far off either, you know. But it's another example of a guy who one hadn't played a lot, two came in and was given a shot because he knew bulky in, in this instance, and three earned a roster spot. Now he wasn't transitioning position and played baseball in between, but he also came with the baggage of having trouble mm-hmm. uh, in his in his world in his life. So uh, interesting. Uh, thought by Scott, who brought that up on Twitter earlier today. And so it kind of just echoes the thought. It's just the Tebow net. So everything you just said, man, it's just, it's Tebow. It's our society. It's, it's, but, he's, uh, he's going to trend, right? What yeah. do we say every day about before the show? What do we even say before? Hey, what's trending? Like, mm-hmm. what are people talking about? Like, we're just in case we're not missing anything. Not to say we want to go talk about it just because everybody else is talking about it. This is obviously a hometown story, and it impacts the Jaguars. That's why we're spending so much time on it. Yeah. But that's what people do. I mean, that's why ESPN's talking about it. That's why, you know, you name your sports outlet. That's why they're talking about it. That's why radio stations across the country are talking about it. And it comes at a perfect time where there's a little bit of a lull in the action. I don't think this was talked about as much on – the Thursday, Friday, Saturday of draft week, even though that's when the story became available to everybody. Mm-hmm. But because we had Aaron Rodgers in an entire draft to talk about, the Tim Tebow thing was like, oh, by the way, Tebow and the Jags might be a thing. But here we are a week later, and Tebow and the Jags are a little bit more of an appropriate story to talk about, especially in a news cycle that's a little quiet. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, for sure. It's just, and I'll be honest, and I'll be the first one to admit this, I guess I just underestimated the power that Tim Tebow still has. And when I say the power, I just mean the, you know, just the the media, you know, draw that, that, that he can still cultivate. It's just, um, it's baffling to me. I, I'll be honest. Like, when, there, when when the whole rumors leaked out, like, hey, Tim Tebow might be playing tight end for the Jacksonville Jaguars, I didn't really think much of it. Like, I didn't think we were going to be here with national people every single day having their opinions on it, with national guys calling out how things are ran in the NFL. Like, I just didn't think we'd get to that point. Like, I didn't know Tim Tebow was going to be the tipping point. I just did not foresee that happening. Yeah, and well, and to be honest with you, even us that are around it every day from a TV standpoint and obviously now on the radio and have been in this world a lot, I kind of downplay it too because I do. I feel more like you. I'm like, I don't think this this carries as much significance as we're making it out to be. Uh, not that we're making it, but the the world is making it out to be. But 
as soon as you have something that everybody's listen, I got here to the top of the tee today at Fleming Island Golf Club, and the first player person mentioned was Tebow. Like, mm-hmm. that's what's going on. You go in a grocery store, and they're going to bring up, hey, is Tebow really going to play for the Jacks? Yeah. Uh, on the golf course this morning, people are like, well, is Tebow going to make the roster? Right? I mean, we went from Trevor talk forever to a week or so now of Tebow talk. Um, and and that's just the way it is. So if people want to talk about it, we're here for you. <laughs> well, no, you know what? Uh, let's be honest. I, I hope we keep on talking about it because I hope Tim Tebow gets that Gatorade endorsement, gets that Bulls endorsement, gets some cryptocurrency endorsement, just so I can put it in New York Jets fans' face and say, hey, how's your boy Zach Wilson doing? Our backup, backup, backup tight end right now has a lot of endorsements going his way. How you feeling about it? Yeah, that's a good point. I tell you, you know, you know who's loving this talk? What's that? I guarantee you. Is Trevor Lawrence. Oh, that's true. (laughs) It's like, all right, they're leaving me alone for a little bit. (laughs) For sure. Uh, Trevor probably wants Tebow out at rookie minicamp, so the cameras stay off him. Brett, let's be honest right now. Do you think there's, like, HBO producers or executives sitting in Shot Khan's office right now with a blank check saying, hey, just go and write a number down, okay? Just go ahead and write as many zeros as you want. We can back it up. We had Game of Thrones in our network. We got billions upon billions of dollars. Mr. Khan, just write up whatever number you want, get back to us, and let's get hard knocks in Jacksonville. And, and you know what, Austin? Here's the thing. This is the NFL the way it is a machine. And and you have a, a unique perspective because you play. And I look at it as a sport that people put a lot of into. I, I appreciate the 1% athlete, the, the athlete you were the, to make it, all those things. I appreciate the star value of, of seeing elite players like Tom Brady play. Yeah. Um, I, I, I appreciate it from a sports perspective. But what you just brought up is very interesting to me. And I also don't think there's anything wrong with this side of it. NFL has become so big that it is an entertainment business. One of the big reasons we're frustrated in Jacksonville for the last decade is not only have the Jags lost, but they have not been very entertaining. Yeah, yeah, no, for <laughs> They sure. really have not. Yeah, yeah. And so that is part of the frustration uh, because it's an entertainment world, entertainment business, and, and it's part of our sports world now because it's become so big and so big of a part of our culture. And so from that standpoint, I know you just joked about it, and you might not be wrong, by the way, in terms of the hard knock stuff, but there is an entertainment value to it that, like, honestly, I don't mind that. Urban, Trevor, and Tebow yeah. in August, bring it on. Like, no, it's, that's fine. It's yeah. fine. It's not going to help you win games on Sunday, but it's fine. Everybody's talking about the Jags. That's okay. No, it it is fine, but then we ask the question, how much of a distraction is it? Keep in mind right now, and once again, I I said this when I went on my Tim Tebow TED Talk. If I was Urban Meyer, I probably wouldn't have pulled the trigger on Tim Tebow just because I have a lot on my plate as it is. Um, I'm in my first year in the NFL, and the last thing I need is more distractions, questions, all this stuff about Tim Tebow. But once again, Urban Meyer is different than me. There's a reason why he's a coach right now, and I'm talking to Brent Martineau. No disrespect to Brent Martineau, but you know what I'm trying to say. Um, we're, we're, just, we're, we're, we're different people. So if it was me, I would have avoided it by Urban Meyer's embracing it. So be it, man. You have that relationship with Tim Tebow. Okay. But – I get what you're saying, Brent, in terms of the entertainment value. Yeah, it's definitely there. And you get the feeling that people would tune in um, to either watch Tim Tebow succeed and cheer him on or what? Watch Tim Tebow fail. Like, it's really, it's crazy to me that I'm sitting here saying it's must-see TV, not because you just got Trevor Lawrence, who could be, you know, the best thing since Andrew Luck to come out of, of college. 
it's crazy that I'm more attracted to, all right, you know, people are going to tune in and watch Tim Tebow do his thing. Like, that's where the ratings are going to be, which is insane to think. Now, don't get it twisted. Like, Trevor Lawrence will still be the star of the show because Tim Tebow, once again, tight end three right now, tight end four. <laughs> but people would tune in just to see that. And it's just, it, it's absolutely baffling to me, man. I don't know. Hopefully yeah, one, one day when the ESPN 30 for 30 comes out, I'll be able to watch it because sometimes I just don't get it, Brent. Well, it's it's interesting because it's a world that you don't necessarily live in. Like, you don't buy into that world. But the, And I don't necessarily – well, I kind of live in that world with my business um, yeah. that I'm in for the last 20 years. But as like a – if I'm away from the business side, like, I don't buy into that. I'm not looking at the back pages of the New York whatever. I'm not uh, watching TMZ, and I don't watch it for that stuff. Like, sure. I honestly have not been a loyal viewer of even Hard Knocks, yeah, to be yeah, honest. Yeah, yeah. So, like, I don't, I don't live in that world either. But the bottom line is just because we don't live in that world all the time, there is a big world that does. No, for <laughs> sure. And, yeah. and it's got a high population. Yeah. And so, well, I, I mean, just think of this, what you just said. I'm sorry to cut you off. No, but you're good. You're you, good. Just me- you just mentioned hard knocks. Mm-hmm. What is the part of hard knocks that catches everybody's attention? <laughs> when players get cut? Yes. What What would the ratings be the day Tim Tebow oh got cut hey. if that were to be the case? Game of Thrones, hold Miami because hard knocks is taking all the warts. Yeah, I mean, just again, I, and I mean, I, who knows if that would even happen? Well, or maybe, maybe it's many makes the team. But the ultimate decision tonight on Hard Knocks, Tebow either makes the roster or doesn't. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> hello, like HBO. I hear you. You'll be in a Jacksonville. Shot gun, sign off on it. Yeah. It's done. It's over. Trevor, who? For sure. <laughs> but honestly, let me ask you this too, Brent. Wouldn't there, because at least from the times that I've watched, I always get fascinated with the player that's like a little more out there, the like, you know, kind of crazy guy or something. It's like why people got in, so involved with Tiger King. It's like it was just an out there character, yep, right? Yep. So you get, you, you kind of get that with well, that. Well, that also, if you're Urban Meyer or you're Shad Khan, you hire Trevor Lawrence's brother as some kind of consultant <laughs> slash executive. Yeah. And once again, watch the money pile up. But but to that is, if Tim Tebow's too much of just like an average dude, would that almost lose it a little bit for people? Mm-mm. No, because listen, it doesn't matter what he does. Yeah, I've talked to dude. Like I've interacted with Tim Tebow. He is an average. I mean, oh. like, he's a, I mean, like he like if you talk to him, like you never guess that's Tim Tebow. Like he's, you know, you can have a conversation with him. It's not like, wow, that's Tim. Like it's, he's an everyday guy. It's just what he represents and, and what he's all about is what gets him the draw. But like, I've never felt like, damn, like I, I left the conversation feeling, wow, that's Tim Tebow. I mean, he's just like every other dude. He's like every other player. Yeah. It's just what he represents, which is fine. Once again, I'm, um, uh, more power to him. I, I think more people should aspire to, to represent something that hard, you know, that that big in terms of his faith. It's just crazy to me, though. And like I said, Brent, I'm kind of repeating myself here a little bit. But, like, you know, I've been in those locker rooms. And I dare you to find a guy that loved the game of football as much as I did when I go on the field, dude. I was the guy that was always shouting, um, making jokes. Like, I had so much fun in the league. But I also know, like, you know, the you can love the game and sometimes the game doesn't love you back, right? Sometimes, yeah. the, the, I mean, I, I've shared stories before where sometimes the ways I got cut, sometimes the thing that was promised, like this, it didn't work out well. But it's just, it's going to baffle me that football fans all across the country, they're going to look at Tim Tebow and say, that's the guy. Like, of all the people to, to you know, go to bat for or go against, 
it's Tim Tebow. Like, I could have saw back in the day if it was Johnny Menzel. Or I could see if it's Baker Mayfield because he's such a big personality. Yeah, like, Tebow's a big personality, man, but he's a big personality for what he believes and what he represents. It's just, it's crazy how we're still in 2021 and this dude can make this big of a, of a draw where we're talking about him back-to-back-to-back days because he is that big of a deal. Yeah, and we're not the only ones. Uh, by no, the way, uh, of the Jags stealing, like, more headlines, I did see, like, ESPN top headlines today, and this is Trevor, right? This continues to – Jags are on, like, day after day now, part of the big headlines of the NFL talk, NFL's top two draft picks set for London games. That's Trevor, yeah. of course, uh, and – talking about Zach Wilson, who will play against Atlanta and Matt Ryan. And by the way, it's Tua against Trevor in London. We'll talk about the London game, part of it, how uh, that one looks when you get two teams four hours away that have to now go play across the pond. <laughs> how, how interesting is that? Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690 rolls on. We're at top of the team. got to come check this place out. Fleming Island Golf Club, play 18 holes or come play here. It's uh, a lot of fun. You can grab a beer and hit some golf balls. What's better than that? We'll be back on ESPN 6 tonight. Austin Lane. I had braces. I still have my permanent retainer in. It's been knocked out twice. Brent Martineau. So it's not stuck in there. No, it's not stuck in there. Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690. He was dancing. He was in my TikTok. Uh, he, was in, he was in Chase TikTok. But, uh, to be honest, I mean, like I said, I, I think... <clears throat> For his sense, like I said, he prefers a, a more run game, a balanced offense than a, a passing offense. And I mean, I mean, at the end of the day, like it was tough for us uh, to run the ball, but more so, I think you know, throwing the ball with the weapons we had. Um. Well, yeah, Brent. I don't. I don't have a good one on this. Brent was, was getting confident, so I had to bring him down a little. Get a little cocky. Humble yourself. Is that out of the NBA? No, um, okay. but he did say something in that comment that would very much give away who it is. All right, cool. Let's hear it again, please. He was dancing. He was in my TikTok. Uh, he was in he was in Chase TikTok. But uh, to be honest, I mean, like I said, I, I think for, for his sense, like I said, he prefers a, a more run game, a balanced offense than a, a passing offense. And I mean, I mean, at the end of the day, like it was tough for us uh, to run the ball, but more so, I think you know, throwing the ball with the weapons we had. Jimmy Garoppolo. No. No. Did he say it's he, bo- he said Trey's is it TikTok? Is Des Bryant? He did say TikTok. He said, he said Trey's TikTok, right? Oh, I don't know about Trey's TikTok. I don't know what's going Who's on. Like a, was it Des Bryant that was doing the TikTok? No, who did the TikTok? You're on the right story? path. Juju Smith-Schuster? That's who it is. Juju Smith-Schuster. That's okay. mine. That's, that's mine. Yep. No, but well, that wasn't Juju Smith-Schuster. <laughs> yes, though, it was. That, was, that wasn't the soundbite, though, was it? That was him, yeah. That was Smith-Schuster. That's oh, point so that me. was him. Okay. I thought they were talking about Juju Smith-Schuster. No, no, no. Okay. He's talking about making TikToks, and then I'd assume that back end of it was about the Steelers a little bit, where he's talking okay. about run yeah, game yeah. And, and pass game. Okay. Okay. Um, point, all right, fair enough. Point me, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, I want to talk London game in just a moment, but uh, I also want to mention uh, that the Jacksonville Jumbo Shrimp got uh, postponed today, so they'll be playing a doubleheader tomorrow right here on ESPN 690, and we'll carry the games, which means we'll be done about 5.15 tomorrow. Short timer tomorrow, Austin Lane. Okay, so uh, be it. It means we can actually like celebrate the happy hour horn at happy hour. For real, do the happy yeah, hour we horn. We can actually celebrate. Yeah. <laughs> we can raise a toast at 515. 
So uh, just a little programming note that the shrimp uh, rained out today, postponed today. Was it rained out? They were postponed, but I'm assuming it was a rain. Yeah, so we were talking with Scott uh, as, as you know, they were getting ready, and he's like, well, you know, from what we're seeing, uh, there's still a tarp on the field, and I guess it wasn't raining okay. hard, but it wasn't going to stop raining. And what he was kind of saying is if they, they probably could have played, but since they pulled the tarp or put the tarp on, they're not going to pull it. So the game got pushed till tomorrow. Did they say okay. is there a new kind of animal? In the outfield? Or are we <laughs> well, still rocking? They're, the they're away. They're on the road. Oh, they're they're, okay, in, they're actually Durham. in Raleigh. Yeah, Durham. Oh, yeah. got you. Okay. Have you been to that stadium, Coos? I have not, though I heard from what they were saying. I guess like Raleigh, the Raleigh Bulls, or the Durham Bulls, I should say, are, are you know one of the better teams uh, right now. They're, yeah, they're, they're actually tied with the Jumbo Shrimp, though, 5-2 and two on the season. Hmm. Yeah, very good draw usually, too. I think it uh, does well there in uh, the Raleigh area. Uh, also want to mention, hey, you, as you know, the last couple months you've been listening. Uh, we've done this restaurant revival tour of 2021 and have participating restaurants. And uh, I want to share... Like so many businesses uh, looking for staff, and so if you're looking for a job, have a kid looking for a job, have a uh, if you're a college kid looking for a job, uh, check out Jumpin' Jack's House of Food. Jumpin' Jack's that's without a G, so Jumpin' J U M P I N J A X H O F dot com. So Jumpin' Jack's H O F dot com. You can click the Join the Team tab. Uh, they are certainly looking for. Uh, some staffing and management at uh, the San Jose store and the Atlantic Beach store. So go check it out, jumpinjackshof.com. Do you think if you get a job there, they show you how to make those burgers? Yeah, well. Because that's almost, I mean, that's, hey, (laughs) just think, I'm just saying. I, well, I do, I I do think, have a LinkedIn page I can send them right now. Well, you could do that you, you if you have time. I also have been thinking, Ty loves the burgers over there. So may, Kaylee has been actually bugging me, uh, well, not bugging me, but asking, inquiring about jobs. Like, she, huh. I didn't think they would have time given their schedule yeah. with softball and baseball. And the travel ball circuit's about to hit now in the summer. And I don't know if they do have time. But Dang. I, she is, she's, like, I didn't say, hey, you got to go get a job. Yeah. Um, I, she said, now she doesn't have a car to pay for or anything like that. So maybe sure. there's a bigger picture plan for her to save money and then do whatever with that. But, uh, she's, she really would like to go get a job. So she's been looking at a lot of different places. And so now I might just kind of needle tie a little bit and say, Hey, see if Kaylee will go apply at Jumpin' Jack's house of food. She could bring you home a burger every night. Dang, man. Look at, <laughs> look at Kaylee taking initiative. I like it. I mean, I, I know I was really surprised. That's I'm crazy. Not lie, like, from a, from a. Because we really have not pushed it. I worked there when I was in high school. The kids' high school schedule, they get out later. It's 4 o'clock, I think, when they get out. Forget and that. And so then you got practice, yeah, right, and yeah. all this stuff. And, again, travel ball, we're going to be on the road a lot this summer. There's a, It's very difficult to do. I think in the fall is a time where she could actually fit it in her schedule because the softball schedule is a little bit lighter. Uh, but she, we're in the car driving one day, and she's just like, hey, I'm looking up so-and-so restaurant and so-and-so restaurant and so-and-so, and you got to be 17 to work here, but you can work here, and you can work two days a week and, and then one on the weekend at, at this place. I'm like, wow, she was, like, really investigating this. That's uh, cool, man. Does she want to work maybe? at a restaurant? Like, she wants to work at a restaurant? I think that's where a lot of the kids go. Okay. Uh, you know, I, I assume Publix and like a Winn Dixie as well, but also some. Uh, there's just so many restaurants right well, now. And honestly, like the restaurant business, and we all know this if you've been out and about, we've seen the stories, is really struggling with <laughs> staffing right now. So it's a great opportunity for any kid that wants, and if they're hiring high school students or a, or college students, but it's a great opportunity to go get into a a job. 
um, and, and put your name in the hat and mm-hmm. probably have a really good chance to get hired and work a couple of days a week and get some experience in the job market. Mad props to Kaylee, man. Because like when I was 16, like my mom asked me, like, so how old are you again? I'm like, I'm 16. She's like, yep, about that time, huh? Uh, and I had to go get a job. So, yeah, yeah. mad props. I mean, I, I Where, Where'd yeah. you work? Me, my first job yeah. was at a Foxfire golf course, and I would oh. um I would wash people's clubs and like you know caddy and all that stuff. Yeah. And I didn't play golf, and like <laughs> and like part of the, the deal like when I worked there is you got like the pre membership, which is a private golf course. Didn't even touch it. Oh, but what are you gonna gosh. do? What a waste. I worked. Yeah. I, I worked at what was the equivalent of like um uh of like a Publix. Yeah. Uh, back home. What's it called? It, well, it was called Vidalia's. It uh-huh. was actually the only grocery store in Pennsylvania that was allowed to serve alcohol like or, or sell alcohol. Yeah. So we had a lot of people that would come to our store. It was called Vidalia's? Yeah, like the onion. Was well, it Italian? Like uh, Italian owned? I don't Italian? think so. No, I, I didn't really meet the owner. He okay. was kind of mean, but I was also <laughs> so like... <laughs> so I'm not going to say it because I'm not, not going to say it. I could have said something. I'm not going to say it. But, but to that, I had a... T- like, they put me... Uh, Probably shouldn't have. I was 17, but they. I, I worked in the meat department in the back, and I loved, meats? I loved it. You were slicing meat? Yeah. Really? Oh, that's fun, I was man. cutting up, oh, yeah. That looks like a blast. You're a butcher. Oh, yeah. Now, did you ever cut yourself? A lot. Really? Yeah, I cut off the tip of my finger. I'm the. I'm like the the, really? the, the industrial slicer. No, I just uh, with a knife, and then they they grabbed a hot glue gun, opened it, and then just hot glued. Maybe. Yeah, my finger. Love it. Yeah. Hot That's glue, awesome. Huh? That's well, a nice yeah. little story. Well, super glue. Tell your kids someday. <laughs> uh, my first job was at Stop and Shop, uh, which is you know the equivalent of Publix and yeah, Publix. sure, sure. And I was bagging groceries and getting carts. And stocking shelves, man, it was awesome. I, I wasn't the cash. I never did the cashier stuff. Yeah. Uh, but I loved it. Uh-huh. Well, I still to this day. I, I think I've said it before. I'll, I'll challenge anybody to uh, uh, bagging groceries. <laughs> what was uh, what was the name of the Stop and Shop? No, that's what it was. It was oh, called it's called Stop, Stop and Shop. Shop. Stop and Shop. No, yeah, it, like in, in New England, there's a big chain. Of, I think there still are. I mean, sure. Super Stop and Shop and Stop and Shop. Yeah. That was like the big, uh, that was like, like I said, like the Publix of down here. Okay, yeah. well, now let's be honest. In Rhode Island, it's not really a chain. It, it's a link. There's probably only one Stop and Shop <laughs> in Rhode Island, right? <laughs> no, but it was like, Brent I think the only Stop and Shop in, in the state. New Hampshire. Everything, okay. everything's there is just a chain <laughs> restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> Should go to the grocery store in one yeah. convenient location, Rhode Island. <laughs> Yeah, there's one centralized yes. grocery store yeah. in Rhode Island. I'm just messing, yeah. man. Hey, you know what's funny is like there used to be um, one of the small ones. I think there was like one of them. It was called IGA. Oh, dude, the, the, the Iga. Yeah, we got Igas yeah. back home. Well, they have one, I think. Do they still have one on Beach Boulevard, too? They have and one on like, Beach wow, Boulevard? We had one of those. Yeah, and I think they have one off of Bay Meadows, or they used to, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, man, really? IGA okay. is the Iga. The big one I'll back you, home for us was was working at Wawa. You know, you make the sandwiches at yep. Wawa. That mm-hmm. was like the big. Like, if you had that job, it's like, oh, you knew someone. Very, you know? yeah, it was very like, Philadelphia, it was that, but yeah, I get your saying. It was that Urban Meyer Tim Tebow thing. Oh, you knew somebody <laughs> to get that job. Extreme, <laughs> extremely Philadelphia, but I get what you're saying. Uh, you know, there was we had um, what else did we have? We had a place called Almax, A L M A C apostrophe S. That was like the big chain when I grew up. Okay. And they must have got bought out. Brent, I, I, I'm going to throw a name of a grocery store, and you just you, let me know if, if they kind of get a bite here. Piggly Wiggly. Oh, yeah, Piggly yeah. Wiggly. No My man, uh, shop the pig. I like but it. Now, now, Piggly Wiggly, I see those sometimes, like, if you go up toward Hilton Head, I believe they might have yeah, some they're Piggly up there. Wigglies. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so is, are you saying Wisconsin has Piggly Wigglies? We, I think they might have. They, I 
think they went out of business, but we used to, like, growing up as a kid, yeah, we we had Piggly Wiggly. Shop you the did. pig. Shop the okay. pig, baby. Yep. Well, so in, like, Ohio, the big one is, like, Kroger. Yep, yep. Uh, and that's probably more Midwest. I'm sure there's a bunch Kroger, of Kroger, that, that was really big. I went to school at Murray State. They had a lot of Krogers. They did. Okay. Yes. Yep. There's another one that I, I'm forgetting. That Giant? Big that I've, Giant. Okay. Giant. There you go. Yeah. Okay. No, oh, yeah, but I, I was going to mention Aldi, okay? Because yeah. Aldi's very interesting to me. Mm. Aldi was in Ashland. Yeah. And so in my view, like that's where we – we didn't shop there all the time, but we shopped there quite a bit because it was very inexpensive. Correct. And so I went to Aldi's and – or Aldi and – and then all of a sudden I come down. Now I'm starting to see like they're down in St. John's County now, or they're building one. They have it in the town center, and I'm like, I really thought that was like a small town, like college Same kind here. of stop. Same here. And, and now it's in like the town center. Now UNF is right there, but I was really surprised to see that Aldi. First of all, is still a thing, but it's as big as it is. I guess Aldi is huge. No, it's big. So we had one growing up as well, uh, about 20 minutes out of town that my grandma would take me to sometimes. And yeah, dude, like you're talking like jumbo signs of uh, sizes of like. Uh, Campbell's soup for like 10 cents a pop. It's like it, you feel like you're losing money. I don't I don't know how they sell it for what they do, but yeah, it's uh it's kind of like Costco a little bit. I love I love yeah, Aldi. A, but like non-brand stuff. Non-brand stuff, yeah, yeah. 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 Hey, uh if I get asked you maybe you saw this, but I I saw this and I ran across it and I wanted to see. If I asked you the top 10 highest paid athletes, who would be number 1 on the list? It's probably a soccer player. I would say they're two and three, but not number one. Not number one. The highest paid athlete? Yes. And we're talking about just out of a contract or in terms of endorsements as well? Uh, top highest paid athletes according to Forbes in earnings. Is LeBron so on that? that? LeBron is number five. Mahomes? At $96 million. Betch Mahomes? Mahomes is not on there. Damn. So it certainly includes endorsements. Okay, so it's endorsements as well. That's this guy LeBron. might want to buy a soccer team. What? Oh, shoot. I saw Think that headline, it. too. Think about it over the break. Don't okay. cheat. When we come back, the top ten highest paid athletes in the world, and uh, huh. some of them might surprise you. It's next. Action Sports Shacks on ESPN 690, plus the London game. Uh, did we learn anything about it? Coming up <laughs> next on ESPN 690. No inkling at all. I told him if he wants to play until he's 50 and he's still playing and he feels like he can still play, he can play until he's 50. Uh, somebody talking about Tom Brady? Yes. Hang on. Let me, um, let me go back to my archives here. I feel like I talked about, I mean, I feel like I know who this is. It's not Arians. That was not Arians. Jason Licht. Yes. Mm. Oh, you got told that. It's so funny. Goose, did you tell me? I did not tell him. No. I was actually kind of hoping he would say that because I was worried about having to say the last name. Hey, Brent, you remember when we did the show rundowns yesterday and I said a topic we should talk about was Tom Brady getting a lifetime contract? Yes. Well, where do, you, you where do you think that came from? You had a little history there. I there got you. you go, history. man. That a baby. Yeah. Um, beating you today, right. two to one. <laughs> two to one. Yes. Two one right now. You're kind of behind the count. Just to let you know. We got time. Okay. Have you figured out who the number one highest paid athlete in the world is according to Forbes? <sighs> that I don't know. It's got to be a baseball player, huh? No. In fact, there's not a baseball player on this list. Really? 
um, which will speak to their lack of endorsements outside of the game. Uh, right? I guess that makes they have sense. Big contracts. Does we have already said LeBron James is number five. Is Jordan still up there? You said you said two soccer players, so I'll give you their names. Okay. Messi is number two yeah. at 130 million. Ronaldo, Ronaldo. Mm-hmm. is number three at 120 million. Does this number one guy though is 50 million more than Messi. Does, is he is he a current athlete or retired? <laughs> That's been okay. back and forth. He's okay. threatened retirement, but I think he still would be listed as current. I think I think I'm on I'm on the right track. Does this person punch people? Uh, at times. Oh, Floyd. Is nope. is it what? Well, I was gonna say Floyd or McGregor. It's not McGregor. Yes. Whoa. McGregor. Oh, he's because the, the whiskey. He's got the whiskey. Oh, yeah. $180 million. Now, what happened, He didn't he just sell the whiskey? Just sold the whiskey, yes. Now, I don't know if that includes this or how much the whiskey really factored in. Sure. He, he obviously has other endorsements, too, worldwide, um, and, and to go along with everything else. But Conor McGregor, huh. $180 million from... May of 2020 to May of 2021, Conor McGregor, $180 million, the highest-paid athlete in the world. Messi, Ronaldo next. LeBron James is fifth. Neymar, another soccer player, is sixth. Uh, I'll give you Roger Federer is seventh at $90 million, even at his age, which is impressive. Hmm. You'd you'd guess for a while, but it won't surprise you, but you wouldn't get him. Lewis Hamilton, number eight at $82 Uh, million. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I left three names out. One is fourth, just signed a mega deal recently. Okay. Uh, two of these guys are in the NFL, by the way, that are in the, the final three that we haven't set. One guy just signed a mega deal. One so Pat, guy Patrick just Mahomes. Mega... No. How is he? Okay, just signed a mega deal. Who will sign a mega deal? Uh, does... Well, no, Watson's been. Um... You lost a bet on it. Oh, da- Dak Prescott mm-hmm. is the fourth t- overall. But I think a lot you- of that. Remember, he's got a ton of upfront money. Yeah. So, and he also he I well, do see him on endorsements. Is yogurt, like, yeah. The, the, the guy's all about his yogurt. So I don't I don't yeah, know so, I don't know what to use okay. it. Yo play or whatever. Dannon, whatever one of those. Yeah, yeah. I think he is one Go-Gurt. of them. Yeah. So go go. So top five. That's a surprise. Go-Gurt. But I yeah, think a that's lot huge. of that. Ha- I don't know if he'll be on this list next year, but I think a lot had to do that mega signing bonus. Okay, um, I'm shocked. Okay. Number nine is another NFL quarterback. Um. Oh, Aaron Rodgers, State Farm Insurance, discount double check. No, it's interesting. You know, those are the names we think of. But I'll give Baker Mayfield lifetime contract. You just said it. Oh, Tom. Wait, Tom Brady. Tom Brady. Okay. But is well, he makes a lot probably off his own brand, but you don't see him in commercials and stuff, do you? Nah. Like his Brady do like his endorsement stuff isn't like commercial based. Like you're thinking Aaron Rodgers and the rest. Of course. So that's interesting. Yeah. Uh, well, what is he in? I guess he was. It used to be Under Armour, right? He was like an Under Armour. Now he's got his own brand too with the. Yeah. TV but didn't stuff. didn't didn't he have one with Gronk like during the Super Bowl or right after? commercial yeah i thought he had a commercial maybe it was just like a social I media he had an, oh you know what hey you're right remember that yes you're right that was a funny commercial actually that they were doing or it was like one that didn't make the cut oh right? yeah, it was, for didn't a, make it was cut. a cell phone service like was a, it was yeah it was yeah. like yeah. sprint or something like yeah. that yeah okay uh, okay and lastly give you an nba guy you each get a guess lebron james was number five this guy's number 10 
Steph Curry. It's got to be Curry. Nope. Former teammate, though. Durant? Oh, Kevin Durant. Yes. Really? Yeah, okay. Yeah, that surprised me, okay. too, Durant. What is, well, to, I guess for me, it was, it was either of them. It, for the me, way, like, it was them. Yeah. What a hell of a year for Durant on an ACL. No, no <laughs> kidding. Or Achilles, I'm sorry, Achilles. No kidding. Uh, I mean, I, that much money, Maggie, you just put in whatever, you put in a, like a, some kind of new technology in your Achilles, man. How much money you're making. Damn. So anyway, that's the top ten. It's kind of surprising top ten in sports. I honestly don't know how it's all factored in, but uh, yeah, I don't I mean, know if the whiskey sale is part of that for, for McGregor, although I think he sold it for like something like $600 million or some correct. crazy number. Yeah, yeah. So no. maybe that was his cut of it, yeah. or I don't know. I really, I mean, he's only fought, what, like one? Has he even fought in the last year? Yeah, he fought once last year. He got beat by Dustin Poirier. But, I mean, okay. obviously it was a big draw, so I'm sure you got a lot of money off that as well. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Hey, let's get to South Beach Gary before we hit the top of the hour. Uh, I think he's still on, Coos. Uh, South Beach Gary, Action Sports Shacks on ESPN 690. What's happening here on a Wednesday? I thought his name was pronounced Jason Light. Am I wrong? It might be, yes. Call whatever okay, you want. Just... It's a GM. Who cares? <laughs> well, uh, it's nice to be correct. Uh you know, I was surprised the opening game, guys. I know the Cowboys have a big national draw, but as far as competition-wise, I think Buffalo or even my Dolphins, several teams would have been a more competitive game. than Dallas defense was good. They were god-awful last year. I don't see them holding Tampa under 35 points. Yeah, but I would say this. Thanks, Gary. Appreciate the call. Uh, I, I would say this from an entertainment value, and I, I don't know. You're, you're At the end of the day, Miami might be better than Dallas. Dallas has mm-hmm. been a big disappointment. But two and Dallas are not entertaining. I'm sorry, hey. two and Miami offensively are not entertaining. Dak Prescott, when he was in there last year, look at the numbers he put up. Yeah. And then the curiosity of what they did defensively. They still are a huge market team. We know that. But also Dak coming off the injury and signing the mega deal. So... And obviously, he's got endorsements, so he's a popular figure as an athlete. Uh, I think this makes sense. Uh, I'm not telling, listen, Bills and Bucks, I would probably agree with you. Might be a better game on paper. Mm-hmm. Like, I, it might be better. But I'm not so, like, this doesn't bother me. Dallas and, and the Bucks, I think there's plenty of intrigue there. No, without a doubt. I mean, I guess if you want to get Miami early, you better get Miami early because they got Wolf Fuller, and we know that's going to last for about five games, and then, you yeah. know, whatever happens, happens. But. Yeah, that's true. Uh, hey, football I'm at five. Kidding. More on the schedule. Uh, talk a little bit about the London game. What we know. Houston, London. Uh, Jags are already a favorite in the Houston game. Does that surprise you? Any other leaks coming out on the schedule? And a thought or two uh, about mental health in sports coming up in the 5 o'clock hour as well. It's next. Action Sports Shacks on ESPN 690. We're live at Fleming Island Golf Club. Top of the tee. you got to check this out if you haven't yet. If your restaurant has slow bathroom drains and grease blockages, call Superior Plumbing and Pipelining. Superior Plumbing and Pipelining's high-pressure sewer jetting and camera inspection of the drains will assure your peace of mind at your restaurant. Request a free estimate at superiorplumbingjacks.com. 